Mersey Fry. It's the 30th of June, uh, the weather is mixed, emotions are mixed, um, quite frankly opinions have been mixed, but we're still back here, we're recording another episode. <laughs> it's the third episode of Tea, Coffee and Cake. Um, once again I'm interviewing a guest to hear what they're up to in lockdown and what they've been consuming media-wise, um, so that they can make some recommendations for you. Like I mentioned last time, you can also send in your own questions for our guests through the anchor link in the podcast description. So if you want to join me as an interviewer and have your questions answered as well, then do get involved. Um, In the last episode, we heard from Alex Skerritt and we found out all about Korean Netflix dramas and what on earth he keeps in that backpack of his. Um, Today, our guest is someone I think we can all agree is a mighty big fish for a pond this size. It's whistling champion Claire Buchanan. Uh, <laughs> I just made that up, but can you can you whistle? I actually taught myself to whistle when I was seventeen. Well, that's quite late. <laughs> <laughs> why did? What? Why? Tell me just why. Well, um, so I was working <laughs> um, from when I was like fifteen to twenty-four. Worked for a cider farm, having hailed from originally from Somerset, and um, from fifteen to eighteen. I spent every Saturday in a shed by myself, bottling about thirty. Was about, this legal? Like, no, 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 are no, you no. Okay? I wasn't, no, no, no. I was, I was labelling the bottles of apple juice, so I wasn't actually like consuming or, um, yeah, not. I may have sold a little bit of um, sure it's stuff fine. off offhand, but um, I won't mention the the company today. <laughs> It was a long time ago. It's a uh, it's a different world. <laughs> Times um, have changed. Yeah, we're a different Any- cultural moment. <laughs> anyway, I went through a f- I I went through lots of things that um I I could kind of do by myself on yeah. a Saturday while I was labelling lots of bottles. Whistling was one. Mm-hmm. Um, touching my nose with my tongue was another. Can you thing. still do it? Yeah, you really can. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I wish you guys at home could have seen that. What a great movie. That's something to look forward to when we can finally meet together as a church. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. So, whistling. There you go. Mm, still got skill. Yeah. I think I'm kind of annoyed. I've got I've got quite a weak whistle. Okay. That's not It's not weak. It's a little bit breathy. <laughs> it's just a bit like it sounds disappointed in itself. <laughs> oh, we're here again. You just need to do cheerier whistling. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was on FaceTime to my mum today and I heard whistling in the background. And I was just like, mum, dad's, dad's changed his whistling style. Oh. She was like, oh no, it's the builder, don't worry. <laughs> As if, like, that is a real representation of stability for me. <laughs> the specific vibrato on my dad's whistling style. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I know. It's very... amazing what you cling to in comfort, isn't it? Like, yeah. So good. Yeah. Great. Well, Claire, how's today going for you? Yeah. Yeah, it's going going fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's a bit funny um because I've started a new job during lockdown. Okay. Um so that is a bit interesting. Mm. Um so yeah. yeah, it must be hard sort of trying to get to know a new organization but not having met various people or like been to the place of work I suppose yeah yeah I haven't been to the office at all um I've potentially met more people over like in lockdown over Microsoft Teams than I would have done if I'd if we'd been working face to face so that's a benefit wow. yeah 
Um, and it being the NHS, so I work as a children's speech and language therapist, mm-hmm. it hasn't been too different, but like they're using the same procedures but they use them slightly differently so okay. it's kind of been unlearning and then relearning so you were doing the same job but with a different group were you yeah so yeah. I was working in Rotherham and then um we were yeah I was commuting for the sort of year and a bit that we'd moved to Leeds and then um yeah finally got a job that's closer and now I get to work with Rachel Newton oh what yeah. a treat that's so great actually she said that she'd be on the podcast or did she no, maybe she said she'd have pancakes at my house. <laughs> that's a completely different invitation, but maybe I'll get her. Yeah, her on. you should do. Oh, that's really nice, yeah. though. I mean, presumably you haven't actually, like, seen each other at work, or are you ever in, like, Zoom meetings together? So, yeah, yeah. We, we have been in meetings, and actually there have been a couple of times where we've met out for lunch, Aww, like, and just sweet. had our lunch over video call, yeah. so that's been quite nice. Oh, that's really yeah. nice. Yeah. That's really lovely. Well, Claire, we'll find out more about you in a second, but first... You have to guess what's in my coffee cup, asking me yes or no questions. I feel like Claire's got an advantage here over previous guests in that, like, <laughs> we've been sat chatting in her garden and she's seen me sipping it and maybe, like, my sipping style. Oh, no, no. You've given something no, away. Nothing is given, <laughs> given it away. Um, is it water? It's not water. Is it a type of gin? Because I know you've been no, making some actually, but yeah, different types of gin. I did start diffusing some... Oh, oh no. I have. I just remembered they were only meant to diffuse for like a week and it's definitely <laughs> been about two so not diffuse infuse that's what I'm looking for one of them is just going to be so like cardamomy. what were the flavours I had ginger and cardamom nice. which is the one I'm wor- worried that yeah. now might be a bit too pungent um, the other one was like nectarine and almond mm. which was just what we had left over after you nice. know not eating stuff um, so I think that one will probably be okay that I left it too long yeah, it's the cardamom which could be yeah, dangerous. Yeah, cardamom will be will infuse. Is it raining? It is raining. Should we move into the carport? I think that's probably <laughs> wise. Um. Okay. So. Okay. Is so, it? Uh, is it tea? It's just tea. Okay. Yeah. Normal tea. Nice. Just normal tea. I know it's a bit boring. No, it's not boring. I started making a cup of tea while I was making dinner, mm-hmm. and then just forgot about it. Yeah. I know. So then before I left, I microwaved it and popped it in the cup. I was like, I'm not going to let that go to waste. <laughs> I was thinking of bringing sparkling elderflower. Because I nice. just love elderflower. Yeah, well, I I actually have had the privilege of having some elderflower from Tamar. Have you? And it's very good. That sounds great. Yeah. Tamar, where's my elderflower? <laughs> I, mean, I shouldn't be advertising it really. <laughs> Everyone's going to be asking. going to be a it. lot of demand. <laughs> Um, great, well you got there. I'm sorry Excellent. it was such a boring one for you. No. Um, but then let's move on to give us a bit, I feel like you've given us a nice little intro into your life a little bit in yeah. that you guys moved here about a year ago Yeah. and you are working for the NHS as a speech and language therapist. Yeah. Oh, and the rain is easing this <laughs> time. Um, but tell us a bit more, what does life look like for you outside of lockdown? So... Uh, yeah, I I guess. Yeah, we we moved to Leeds in February, two thousand nineteen. Um, because of my husband Elliot had been working in Leeds for six years and commuting to Sheffield, um, and we live in like bottom of Moor Town, top of Chapel Elton, and it's just a really nice place to live. Um, so yeah, just like 
got to know people in Chapalton, like the shopkeepers going doing shopping there and um, yeah, part of the city group, the Chapalton city group, um, which, you know, they're all uh, an okay bunch as well. <laughs> they are solidly okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they are more than No, they're definitely more than okay. Um, good, good bunch of people. Um, hey, if you need to vent, this is a safe space. <laughs> That'll be one of the quick fire questions. Who's your least favourite of the city group member? That won't be a quick fire question. Yeah, please, please not. Um, <laughs> and I guess we're probably known because we quite like cycling, mm-hmm. watching cycling and doing cycling. Mostly Elliot doing cycling. Um, but in the, the last year or so, that is something I've been doing a little bit more of as well. So um, Was that through Elliot sort of introducing you to it or...? Yeah, so um, definitely more into the watching cycling. (laughs) Um, And I know that it's something that I enjoy myself because he also has a slight interest in Manchester United and I definitely don't... I I kind of carried that for a little bit when we first got married and then I just kind of was like, (laughs) yeah, no, it's not my thing. Whereas actually, like, independently without Elliot, I do really enjoy watching cycling and following that. Um, but yeah, part of it, you know, initially was kind of being the, the good wife and <laughs> taking nice it into when like, I've definitely had friends who've introduced me to a few of their passions and one of them I've like really stuck with and they're like, yeah. great, I'm grateful for you like introducing me to it, yeah. but also like, I genuinely like this as a thing. Yes. So that's great. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's a taste of Claire's normal life. Yeah. Uh, what about at the moment? What's been different for you in lockdown? Well, I guess for us, actually, like my hobbies are cycling and like cooking. Um, I, yeah, I quite enjoy cooking and baking. Um, and being at home, I've kind of I have to feed Elliot because he eats quite a lot <laughs> from all the cycling that he does. So I've been doing like two bakes a week. So I do a savoury bake and a sweet bake. That's incredible. Um, so it's it's just really nice then when you're working from home, you can kind of have like something that you look forward to at like mm-hmm. 11 o'clock and then something that you look forward to at 3 o'clock. You need to build those sort of punctuation marks into the day, don't you? Yeah. Otherwise they just drag. That's cool. What's been your favourite sweet and your favourite savoury bake so far? So I made a pretty impressive elderflower rhubarb cake Ooh. that looked like pretty good as well. Yeah. And normally like my... Like, generally things taste really good, but they don't always look <laughs> the best. Um, and then my favourite savoury one, I think, might actually be the one that I've done this week, which is, um, they're called, uh, like, pastry snails. <laughs> they're amazing. They're basically... I love them already. <laughs> they're, um, you just get a sheet of puff pastry, and then you just cover it in pesto, and the recipe calls for you to make your own pesto. Oh, but come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not wild garlic season anymore, I'm out. <laughs> so, and then you just roll it up into, like, um, like, you roll it the long side mm-hmm. and then you cut it into little pieces and so you've got these little like scrolls little snails and That's you just really put them in the oven and it just is so easy and they taste really good oh great yeah top tips from Claire yeah well I definitely think that your like good bakes must be very good because like when I arrived Claire was <laughs> like you can have some cake if you want but it's the worst cake I've made in lockdown and it was great so 
But Lizzie likes like stodgy cakes. Yeah, I mean, I like cake in general, but I just don't think stodginess is a bad thing in a cake. I think that's great. I'm very happy with that. Wow, yeah. Fab. Also, one thing I've heard about you and Elliot, confirm or deny, is that, and actually your mug sort of confirms it, is that like you only have crockery with the Queen on or something, or like the royal family. Is that true? We don't just have it with the royal family. <laughs> So Elliot had this, before we got married, Elliot had a few royal mugs. I think like the novelty of coming from Australia and those sorts of things, they would be so expensive over there. Okay. Whereas you can quite often pick up something like that in a charity shop. Yeah. So um, I thought it would be really nice that when we got married, we'd have flowers on the tables um, that were like royal mugs. Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of like, yeah, an aspect of, sort of his personality in in the wedding anyway i found this lot on ebay for a fiver and they said it was like three bags of royal mugs or three boxes mm. and i was like oh this is great and it was in basingstoke my uncle lives there so he picked them up and stored them until we saw him a few months later anyway when we got there it was like five boxes and three bags and it wasn't just mugs and literally the picture on ebay was literally like 20 mugs like that was it it was <laughs> there was like a bell's um whiskey ceramic bell com- commemorative like queen's oh something jubilee there were hundreds of mugs there were plates there was ashtrays money box like just everything anyway we gave about half of it away to charity because no like at, like no we went to where my parents have there's quite a few antique shops and nowhere would take them because it was all like it was Charles and Diana or the silver or golden jubilee so it was all relatively recent mm. stuff um, so they wouldn't take any of it and then we kept half of it and say so we were like well we'll use some for the wedding and then we just kept a couple of boxes and so we just great. use them for our mugs because it's great for church <laughs> you know like when you have so many yeah, people around and then we're like that. well if they get broken and it's yeah. kind of our thing but then people were like oh Claire and Elliot, Elliot really like this royal like mug thing and, and people kept buying us more <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a real really nice. curse when I was doing my masters it was about bumblebees and I like did and do really love bumblebees yeah. but it got to the point where like people would just see something with a bumblebee on it and be like Lizzie would love that yeah. And then, like, everything in my house was covered in bumblebees. And then people come over and they're like, wow, Lizzie loves bumblebees. And it's just a self-perpetuating cycle. And you're just like, I don't know what to do about this. Like, I do really like them, but I don't want everything I own to be covered in them. So I feel your pain. Um, so, Claire, we'll move on okay. to the what are you consuming part. Or yeah. the what are you consuming, um, which I think I'm glad that it's getting more outraged each week. Yes. I think it's quite nice. Um, so this is the part of the podcast each week where we get three recommendations of something that our guest has been consuming media-wise. So maybe it'll be a book, a TV programme, music, a game you're playing, poetry you love, um, anything that you like, really. Um, we've got three categories here. So your tea, um, things that help you to chill out, your coffee, things that perk you up, and your cake, an all-round treat. And it's all based off that final line that they say at the end of the gathering in Redeemer, there's tea, coffee and cake all at the back um, and hopefully these chats will be a little bit of that experience over lockdown. Um, so first, Claire Buchanan, what's your tea? What have you been consuming to relax? 
So, um, I'm quite a big fan of Parks and Recreation. Fantastic. <laughs> it's, um, it's just such a lovely TV show. And I think, I don't know about you, but lots of people have kind of said to me, oh, I started watching it, but I didn't really get into it. Mm. And I always say to people, actually, what you should do is you should... Um, you should watch the first episode of the first series to orientate yourself and then skip straight to the second se- series. That is what Tom Sawyer said to me. Really? Yeah. <gasps> he was just like, oh, maybe it wasn't him. Maybe I totally credited the wrong person. <laughs> I think it was him because when I lived with them, um, they just absolutely loved it. And I was like, well, I'll start from the start then so that I can love it as much as you. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I like it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. And then when I skipped... It's a grower. Season two, I was like, oh, yeah. And it's just... I mean, you're meant to be the one talking about this, not me. No, 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 you go. But I, it's just nice, isn't it? Yeah. They're just, like, constant nice moments. Yes. Yeah. And it's not, like, overly sexualised. There's not, like, loads of swearing. And it's just... It's just really lovely. And you get to know the characters really well. So, um, I've just finished watching the seventh series again. So, and I don't know how many times I've sort of not like actively watched it I'm a bit one for like having something on in the yeah, background me too. Um, but I just found myself there's um there's a moment where like Ron gives Leslie a frame after they've had an argument that's from Anne's house sorry if I'm spoiling this for anyone um <laughs> And I just cry buckets because oh. I'm like, it's Ron. Like, he's, 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 he's kept this for, for ages and it just shows that he really cares. You know, like, you get to know the characters really well and it's just really lovely from that point of view yeah. as well. So, um, and it's just, it's just funny. It is funny. <laughs> when did you first watch it? Was there a time when you were like, ah, oh, this thing I've discovered? I can't really remember, actually. It must have been, it can't kind of been like that long ago it definitely wasn't like when it first came out but um I remember seeing like snapshots of stuff I don't think it was on in the UK like the like the US office was Mm. um it was quite hard I think to kind of access unless you sort of knew about it I can't remember yeah maybe um I feel like it's one of those things that in my mind it's like oh it's always just been around but it's not true no yeah but actually like watching it back it is quite old now mm, when did it come out i think the last series was like 2017 okay yeah and i can't it was going remember because that because part of that was in the future as well i never made it to the end this is making me realize i need to what to the end. I know, are so you sorry. serious i know because it's one of those things I just dip in and out of, like, okay. oh, this will be comforting. But I've never, never got one through, so you've inspired me, I'm going to. Yes, um, 100%. I've realised you haven't actually explained what it is, and if anybody's listening to this <laughs> doesn't know what it is, give us the basic premise. <laughs> so, um, it's about a woman in local government in the US. It's made by the same people who made the American office, and also if you've ever seen, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or The Good Place. They're all the same. It's all, all been made by the same sort of people. Um, and I heard, actually, that it was meant to be a spin-off from The Office, that they wanted... Because The Office was so successful in the US that they wanted to make a government version, which is why the first series isn't so good, because it's trying to copy oh. the, the Office. 
um, and then they kind of made it into its own. And it just follows um, the like Parks and Recreation Department. Um, there's different characters. Um, so there's kind of like the grumpy capitalist manager Ron and then you've got Leslie who's really perky and has like a million ideas and is like massively like loving and then um you have uh Tom who's just a bit of a goofball and he's a bit um he likes to think he's like really cool and has all these business ideas and April who's the intern he is really grumpy and just yes, <laughs> and then you've also got like Chris Pratt in there who before he was famous yeah. as well, um, yeah, or like really Chris big, yeah. who's who's just a bit of a bit of a doofus. He lives in a pit. Um, <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> um, who's your favourite character? Ooh, um, I think Ron. Okay. There's just so many like amazing things that come out of like his pyramid do you see his pyramid of greatness have you ever got to that point basically he's made this like pyramid of greatness of like all these building blocks of what it is to be um maybe it's to be i can't can't remember whether it's to be a swanson i can't i think it's when he was like coaching a basketball team and it's like there's i can't even remember now but yeah there's so many like great lines from him and he's just such a deadpan character what's your coffee what gives you energy so i was thinking about this because today when i finished work i was like it's not raining i should go out for a bike ride because i haven't gone out because the weather hasn't been great this week and actually is one of those things that you kind of think oh no i don't really want to go out and get all the gear on and yeah um have a faff of like taking the bike out of the garage and and stuff but actually when you're out it's really good Mm. (laughs) and it's really nice so i just did a like 12 mile leap around out to just did a 12 mile loop well it's not mm, yeah but if you compare it to elliot and he cycled to edinburgh yeah but just like don't compare yourself to elliot (laughs) but (laughs) you yourself to me who like when i last cycled to the throwers which is about 10 minutes from my house yeah i haven't even told them this i legit lay down on the grass at the bottom of their road before i walked my bike up to the house so i wouldn't be so out of breath when i got there oh is, is it hilly though like it's quite hilly but it's, it's and I not bet 12 miles have i bet your, your bike's heavy i don't know don't give me sympathy claire <laughs> give yourself a pat on the back <laughs> So I guess, you know, if you, like, people that are really into running, they go running for an hour, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, that's true. So it's just kind of, yeah, an hour's exercise, and it's a really nice mm. loop. Um, going out further east is a bit flatter than okay. going, like, out towards Otley and yeah, like that way. Um, and it's, the countryside reminds me a little bit of Somerset. It's less, like, dry stone walls, more hedgerows. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think yeah when once you're out there you're like yes okay mm. this is really good um and it's you get into this like kind of i guess it's almost like meditation in that you you don't really think about anything else and you just have that period where you're just sort of focusing on where you're going so that's always yeah. helpful i think i think cycling is one of those things where like from the tiny amount that i've done i know that i could really love it yeah but it's just getting past that initial i think partly like 
I am just really unfit. And partly I'm quite scared of, like, being squashed on a road. Yeah. But, like, what what would your advice be to someone who is thinking, like, oh, that could be a fun thing to do? So one thing that really helped me, because we actually, the first time I got on a road bike with Elliot, I caused a major crash. <laughs> I, okay. like, I literally, I, I fractured my elbow, I oh broke my, my cheek, I was concussed, and he leapt off his bike. This was like three months before we got married. He leapt off his bike after me, and um, he could have just stopped his bike. Mm. So he literally just like, jumped off, and he broke his scaphoid. And he's got, you notice, um, when his, when his, his, well, not really a beard, but when the hair his hairs on his, on his chin get a bit longer he's got like a scar on his chin and, mm. and that was from the crash so you, we've always been a bit like oh you know is this actually because yeah. there, there was no cars involved it was literally I just got the death wobbles because I couldn't break I was borrowing someone's bike it was a little bit too big for me um, and I felt a bit unsteady and I just came off um, so we were careful in terms of like I, I ride a hybrid I ride it's got disc brakes it's a little bit more responsive um and yeah i think here that what's been really really good is um the oh there's a there's a track where the brownlee brothers the brownlee center just outside of the ring road okay and um british cycling have um they have like a session for women and you it's free every monday obviously not at the moment um because it's lockdown um like I think it's from like six till seven and you can just go round and build your confidence Mm. and there's a little bit of a hill and a little bit of a downhill so you can build up a little bit of speed which has been helpful and then they also do like group rides because that was another issue of me starting to get used to being on the road Elliot wouldn't want to go out with me all the time to do like eight mile (laughs) rides or anything like that so that's been quite good that there's been that um that sort of program in place and that's called like breeze um and it's been quite nice it's been a good way of getting to know Mm. other people um but yeah definitely building my confidence both on the road but like off the road as Mm. well um so i would highly recommend that when we can get back to those i feel like i'm just stealing all your hobbies now no 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 steal them steal them great gonna merge into the same person i've literally been trying to get people to come to the track with me for a long time a variety of people nobody <laughs> has taken me up so yeah. but would i wouldn't i need like a posh bike no no, no you can have any sort of bike oh, and you can actually hire bikes and like my my bike isn't like it's not a road bike it's flat bars it's not um you could ride it yeah anything doesn't have to be yeah it doesn't have to be fancy cycling doesn't have to be fancy don't need to consider your, like your sock length or uh... but you do need to consider how steep the hills are <laughs> okay great we've had your tea we've had your coffee yeah tell us about your cake just an all-round treat that you enjoy at any time see this is a bit of a guilty pleasure and i feel like so i've i in a previous life i was a bit of a gamer um and spent like my late teens and during like uni playing games like world of warcraft and i've got such a great mental image of you like mainly trapped in a barn labeling (laughs) bottles and then like when you got home just like attached to your computer yeah that was basically my life honestly like that really well (laughs) i feel like a different person now um yeah so i i've 
I, th- I felt like lockdown has been a opportunity, like a bad opportunity. And maybe I should have been <laughs> listening to Tom's, like, how to really use your time. time. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, and I, I think I, I don't know whether I'd seen other people sort of playing some games. And we've only got a MacBook now. And it's quite old. And we used to have two MacBooks. But um, we one of them is now broken so we share one so it's not really an ideal environment for gaming so I feel a bit guilty about doing this but I found this game I did some research <laughs> found a um like a role-playing game called Stardew Valley and it sounds a bit like Farmville but it's not like <laughs> you are a farmer the fact that you've clarified that so early makes you think it definitely is <laughs> no I just think people think oh mobile game farmer so you can play it on your mobile you can play it on um on a, on a computer um and actually if you play it on a computer you can play with other people like you can all have this corner of this farm and that play together cool. and work together um it was in the guardian so was it yeah it wow. was yeah it's a highbrow kind of situation. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> um so yeah you 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 um, move from the city and take over your grandfather's farm in Stardew Valley and you grow crops but it's quite complicated because you have different crops that grow in different seasons and you can um, like make friends with the other people that live in the town that um, by giving them gifts but they all like different kinds of gifts Ooh. and you have Sounds to like a stress dream <laughs> give gifts you don't know what they want yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's a lot of like looking at the their like the game's Wikipedia page to work out like what the, definitely the things cheating. are. <laughs> and there are different events. Say there's like an event that happens in the fall in the autumn where you have to like bring all your best best produce and if you get that then you know, if you win the prize and you have all the best produce there then you get certain things that'll help you do other things and you can restore the community centre by finding Aww. all these different things and bring so wholesome. Them. I know. I love it. <laughs> can you sort of convert that into a server city project? <laughs> I'm just gonna make this actually happen in Leeds. Yeah, that would be really nice. Really and a much better use of my time. <laughs> oh no, that wasn't meant to be like conviction. <laughs> the spirit pressing down on you. <laughs> it's a message. No, Spending I think it's really time. good to have these things. Like you did a lot of um, disclaimers at the beginning. Of, like, you know, I know this is bad, but like, I don't think that's bad. I think great. Like, enjoy it. I think I think just because Elliot's just so not a gamer. But it just kind of makes me feel a bit like oh, and I have had I have been convicted in the past that actually like I've looked at how much I've thought about how much time I've spent gaming like throughout my youth and just think oh if I actually you know read more or if I had actually spent my time doing something else I would be much more developed person than I am now. <laughs> but then actually I think it has really helped me with my processing speed so I'm quite quick mm. at doing like making decisions and like typing and yeah. stuff so there has been some benefits from my yeah. past of gaming and I think as well I don't know obviously there would be an extent to which you could do it too much as is as there is of everything yeah. but equally like God didn't only create us to be productive and to like do things that achieve stuff like yeah. he does also just want us to have a nice time sometimes yeah. and if you're having a nice time <laughs> great all yeah. power to you um yeah, I feel like I'm going to be converted into a gamer by the end of this podcast. Yeah, I know. Because, like, Alex was talking about it, you were talking about it, 
I think Ruth Ingleby is happy to be yeah, interviewed she's... and she is talking a lot about the zoo game, which quite frankly sounds even more stressful than yours. It does sound stressful and I'm really disappointed because you can only play it on PC and we don't have a oh, PC. Oh no, neither do I. Although that's also a good thing because I don't want like warthogs to escape and that to ruin my day. Yeah. So. <laughs> and <laughs> she said that okay. her bears were too shy. Oh. So they weren't enough trees. Oh my goodness. It sounds amazing. Though. I don't think I'm emotionally stable enough to play this game. <laughs> like, there's the too shy. I think I'm gonna be thinking about that for a while now. <laughs> That's too much. Oh, love it. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, um, how can we play your game that I've forgotten the name of if we want to? So you can play it on any phone. Actually, it's quite expensive for an app, but it's like a. Like, you, you're paying for a computer game. And mm. then I think you can buy it on any computer through, like, a Steam, if you just look up Stardew Valley. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... For, for, like, a phone game, actually, it's pretty good. And it's one where you can stop and you leave it and it doesn't whir away in the oh, background. Oh, that's good, because I think that would stress me out. If yeah. I had to, like, get up in the night and harvest a carrot, <laughs> no. it'd be a no for me. <laughs> That would be a bit too far. So at least, you know, I can just, like, leave it and not do anything with it. Yeah. You can have your Sabbath from the farm. (laughs) I'm pleased about that. Well, great. Well, thanks so much for sharing your tea, coffee and cake with us. Um, The gathering leader always says tea, coffee and cake all at the back. So how is your back? Um, It's not very good. Oh, no. No. I have ongoing issues with my neck and shoulders okay um but it is better because elliot has it is better than it was elliot set me up with a new office and i've taken his office chair and he's bought himself a new it looks like a the sort of chair you'd get in a church building (laughs) but he seems to be managing okay with it no 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 (laughs) no just like the ones that you stack <laughs> like the stuff. Like, like how long is his office? Like, how does that work? So he's moved me from the dining room table, and I've now got a desk, and I'm upset. Oh, so it's a little bit better than it was, yeah. but I need to. I'm not been very good at keeping up with my yoga, which tends to keep it okay. Mm, it's hard, isn't it? Like not having your normal routine yeah. when you're used to fitting that sort of thing in. But hopefully that will help. Yeah. Does cycling help or hinder? I'm not sure. I don't know. I think it is, it is all right for it. Um, it. I guess it depends on my position when I've been on the bike, but yeah. Okay, great. Well, <laughs> you know that can be another thing that the whole church can check in. With you <laughs> <on>. <laughs> <laughs> to finish off, we've got our quick fire questions. Yeah. Um, what did you have for dinner today? Leftover chicken, asparagus, and carrot pie. Ooh, that sounds very good. Short crust or sort of flaky pastry? Neither. Whoa. So, um, <laughs> last... Velo. <laughs> no, not even velo. That would be such a weird pie. <laughs> it would be a very weird pie. Um, so, my mum was born in Cornwall and recently I have made some Cornish pasties mm-hmm. um, as per her and my nana's recipe. And they use, um, like, suet crust pastry so you just literally and it's the easiest thing ever and it's so tasty you just mix flour and suet together and roll out like a pastry so um a suet crust i never knew that that's how you just make suet pastry literally just that yeah and it's two parts flour to one part suet great so 
There you go, another tip. I'm not I've learned so much. I feel like you're a guru. <laughs> right, well that sounds like a fab dinner. It was good. Um how many kilos of banana chips has Elliot eaten since lockdown began? Oh, okay, so we've had about one kilo every two to three weeks, so we're looking at... That's actually a lot. <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> That's amazing, that's such a great question. Probably about five to six kilos. Gosh. But I have eaten a few of those as well, it hasn't okay. only been him. I, I find them a bit too crunchy. Well, I think because we eat them over a period of two mm. weeks. By the end of the two weeks, they're, soft. <laughs> they're actually eatable. <laughs> they, they are really good, to be fair. They are really yeah. tasty. Yeah, yeah. Really so nice. the refilling station, everyone. Yeah, yeah. shout out. <laughs> um, what's been your favourite lockdown moment so far? Oh, so we... Um, it's a combination of um, having church in the background uh, it's not in the background in the back garden it's been nice to just put church <laughs> on the back burner <laughs> that is not the case oh i've had so many like malaprops this evening so oh good. goodness me um we had church in the back garden um and we it was sort of like spitting and and we had quite heavy showers actually and we had to keep coming under the carport and we went back and forth in the garden and it was just really nice to actually do church with people again um, and then also we went to Elliot drove us up to um, above Ilkley up Langbar and we this was just after the um, restrictions lifted and you could sit on a park bench <gasps> oh my goodness so one evening <laughs> we went up there and it was a beautiful evening and we saw um, sunset and we had a beer on the bench and it was lovely and quiet yeah. that's so nice recovering life's sort of simple pleasures yes so nice yeah yeah, yeah. Final question. Um, what are your opinions on Tom Redfern's Tuna Platt? <laughs> oh, this is a trick question. <laughs> no, I just basically want you to rinse him. <laughs> so, I, I'm i not a massive fan of tuna to begin with, but, um, and the only time I have had Tom's Tuna Platt, he did make it for our whole city group, which is like 20 people. So doing a pastry-based dish for 20 people is quite a feat with one small oven that probably isn't the best oven (laughs) our house isn't very well equipped um and say it did have quite a soggy bottom um i also just think tuna plat as a concept is not something i've heard of or i think like i would have been happy never to hear of it (laughs) sausage plat i'm all on board with that tuna plat what (laughs) That's so <laughs> odd. I feel like it's it's a family dish for him, though. Yeah, so, that's, so he told me the story about you saying your tuna plat's oh, got a soggy bottom. Me. And I was like, well, what on earth is a tuna plat? Like, why did your conscience making that? I'm not surprised that she was outraged. Like, <laughs> even if it went well, I'm just like, why, why would that be a thing? <laughs> is this a thing that people make? I've never heard of it before, but I don't really want to diss, like... Mother Redfern's Oh no, yeah, that's cooking. true. Well, I mean, she's great, but... She I haven't met her, but I feel like she, you know... I don't know if I've met her either. I just feel like I know a lot about her. From yeah, time. I know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, this could be a, a good sort of opinion poll. Like, tuna plat, fact or fiction. Does it actually exist? Or <laughs> Does it, has anyone else had this outside of the Redfern family? I think maybe he needs to be interviewed next. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, Claire, thanks so much. Um, 
Do you have any messages to send to the tens of listeners that we have? <laughs> anything to share? Um, not really anything specific, but just looking forward to getting back to normal mm. and it would be lovely when we can all meet together again. Absolutely. Great. Well, that rounds up this episode of Tea, Coffee and Cake. Um, thanks again to those of you who said you'd like to be interviewed. Um, hopefully I'll actually get around to recording some more of these. Um, and if anyone else would like to be in the episode, just get in touch. Um, Claire, been a real joy to get to know you a bit better this evening. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks um, for having me. Thanks everyone else for listening too. Big love. <laughs>